Big Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, a marketing podcast for podcasters. I'm David Hooper. Bigpodcast.com is the site. And every week, Friday morning, New York time, I send out a newsletter. It is called Big Podcast Insider. It, like this podcast, is all about growing your podcast audience, making a podcast that people care about, making more money with your podcast. This is the audio edition of that newsletter. Everything that I talk about will be linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. And if you're not getting the email version, newsletter.bigpodcast.com, that's where to get it. This episode, very easy to follow along with that edition. And speaking of following along, the way I do this, it's like a book when you were a kid. When it's time to turn the page, you're going to hear this sound. That's how you know I'm going to the next article. And here's what we're going to cover. Get the tape now. What impact looks like? Is personal blogging the next big thing? You know, it's super popular for a while, then it disappeared. Well, I'm going to talk about what's happening with it now and how you can take advantage of it. Steal this podcast idea. Seriously, this thing's a ready-made business for you. Also, some good ideas for growing your audience. The new Instagram, spoiler alert, also known as TikTok. And how about TikTok? We're going to talk about that. TikTok faces a U.S. ban, maybe. Marketing your podcast via phone. Capturing remote interviews 24-7. Hope for the new year. And three short classifieds I want to go through with you. One, automating your podcast episode summaries. Another, it also has to do with AI, creating shareable and branded videos from your long-form content. And also music for your podcast. You probably notice every single episode that I do, different music. Also, that turn-the-page sound effect, this, different every single time. How do you do it? I'm going to talk about it. This episode brought to you by Riverside.fm. Riverside makes remote interviewing very easy. It doesn't get easier than this. Give your guest a web link. The guest opens it up in the Chrome browser. Boom. No special equipment to download. And once you are done, you can also edit your episodes using Riverside's Magic Editor. You can save hours of editing with just a few clicks. Speaker layout, all the visuals. If you're doing video, Riverside's got you handled. Export it. Take it immediately to YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, wherever you're putting your videos. You can also stream your podcast live as you're recording it. I love this because it's a great way to bring the community in. You know, we used to do this all the time when I'm recording the radio station. I've got a radio show about the music business. We would bring in fans of the show, a lot of them bands. They bring a demo. They get to meet people. They get to see me. We get to hang out. We get their input. It's a really great way to learn about what listeners want and build connection with your community. And you can do it via Riverside streaming your podcast live, all of this at riverside.fm. You can try it for free, two hours for free. Check it out, look under the hood, see how it works for you. And if you like it, you're going to like it. Let me give you a discount code. 15% off, big podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's that 15% off discount code, riverside.fm. The discount code, big podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Get the tape now. Literally, do it now. As I was finalizing this newsletter, I got the message that Lisa Marie Presley had died. And speaking of people who had come into my studio, Lisa was one of them. I didn't know her. We spent a couple of hours together. My experience with her, really great. So sweet. She was a lot of fun. And the one thing I remember about what we talked about was she was a mother. She had a daughter in Hollywood who was actress, model, doing that kind of thing. And we talked about this one-on-one, just me and her. 
about the pressures of women working for her in music, but for her daughter. You know, I've got a Memphis background. I lived down there for several years. We talked about that. Although Lisa, she'd spent a lot of time in Los Angeles, as have I. So it was a very cool human connection. It was also the only interview that I have ever done out of hundreds where I agreed not to talk about certain topics with her, not to ask. The publicist was concerned about a couple things. One of them, not a big deal. The other, I said, okay, cool. I'm in on that. And I'll tell you why. The first thing that the publicist asked that I did not bring up was her marriage to Michael Jackson. The second thing, it's something else. I'm not going to mention it here, but I will say this, that it involved her relationship with a family member. Skippy Michael Jackson, that was easy for me. I love his music, but that marriage story, I... (laughs) I always thought it was a little bit weird. It seemed more like celebrity gossip to me. And he was going through some stuff at the time. I don't remember her ever really talking about it. I feel like there was an award show where she came out and somebody asked her about it. Maybe there was one sentence. Again, I'm not a celebrity gossip guy. I wasn't really following it, but there was something about it. I thought, you know, (laughs) the other thing the publicist asked me not to bring up, this is the one involving her relationship with a family member. I agreed to that. It was something somewhat newsworthy, but I thought that it might negatively affect her personal life. And I did not want to get involved in that. From what I could tell, she was doing everything right in the situation. I wanted to assist in that. At least stay neutral, not add any of the drama that she was facing because she was facing some drama at the time. I bring this up because in general, I think it's important that we ask questions of our guests that listeners want to know. But it is also important that we keep in mind that our guests are real people. They are not nameless, faceless celebrities. And like I mentioned, I'm sitting in a small room with her and there was an engineer there, producer there. But those guys, more or less, they stay out of the conversation that I'm having with a guest. They are not interviewing the guests. I am. They're there maybe to help me stay on track. But we try to keep the interaction between me and the guest personal because that's what you want to hear when you hear the interview. We want you to feel like you were in the room listening to two people have a real conversation. And that's what I did with her. Like I said, we're talking about her family. We're talking about growing up in Memphis, the airplane at Graceland, the Lisa Marie. It was named after her. She had a party on the Lisa Marie. And I'd been there several times being in Memphis. And there were a lot of industry events that were held at Graceland. Anyway, it was a very real conversation. She was a very real person. And you have probably seen a lot over the last week or so since her death. Most of it's speculation. Who was Lisa Marie and was something going on? Yeah, there was some stuff going on. There's stuff going on behind everybody and the public persona that we see. I always say this, that anytime a microphone is on or a camera is on, that changes the conversation in the room. I'm talking about having an intimate conversation with her, but she knew she was being recorded. Her whole life was being recorded. She's one of those few guests I put a picture out of it and you'll see about five other people in there with me. And some of them were involved in the episode. My producer is in there. The other people, they're just hanging out at the station. And she was one of those people. She would come in and it's a rock star, man. She walks in the room and she changes the energy of the room. And one of those people, probably a lot like Michael Jackson, actually, I don't think that guy could ever go anywhere where, I mean, everybody was on the payroll. You know, I don't know that he had good friends. Who knows? Can you imagine that? Elvis, the king of rock and roll, you're his daughter. 
from day one, and this is way before Instagram, there are photos of her everywhere. Lisa Marie, everybody knows her name. If I said Lisa Marie, you would know who that is, not even knowing her last name, just like Elvis. You knew her name and you know her name. So her life was very, very complicated. And what I try to do when I have a situation like that, any artist that I interview, and really anybody's running a business too, somebody like that, not necessarily somebody who's famous, but somebody who is successful, but see the humanity in those people. And sometimes that means not asking questions. Like I said, I don't really agree to that. I agree to these two things on this one interview, but, but it's more out of respect for her as a person than anything else. It wasn't like, oh my God, I've got to interview Lisa Marie Presley. I mean, I was fine on it. Don't get me wrong, but every interview I can take it or leave it. And like I said, out of hundreds of interviews, I've never agreed to not ask questions. And most of the time people come around. I'm not trying to make somebody look better than they are, but I'm also trying to, as I mentioned, not make things worse for people. And sometimes you'll hear stories and you'll think, oh man, I maybe I shouldn't air that because this person is in a different world and this may not be the best. So I'm making editorial decisions and that's for everybody. That could be as simple as ums, ums, er, er. ask anybody that I've ever interviewed. And I have this a lot, <laughs> man, you did a lot of editing on my interview. You made me sound great. Well, that's what I do. It's not just to make guests sound great though. It's to have a better quality interview. Like I said, something that you hear as a listener and you're connecting with, you think it's a one-on-one conversation, not like, er, er, er. And maybe it's not 100% authentic or real, but is it real anyway when that camera's in the room, when that microphone is in the room? Something to think about. The reason I bring Lisa Marie up though is that I want you to consider in your life the people that you want to interview These people are not going to be around forever. I have missed so many opportunities because I thought, oh, we'll get to it or the new album is coming out in six months and we'll get to it then or the book is coming out soon and we'll get to it then. I miss Kenny Rogers. That's a great example of that. I thought I'd get to him later and ran to his manager at a party and she's like, Kenny's not doing so well. One, he wasn't up in Nashville as much as he was. He was living in Georgia. But then, you know, People get old and they have health issues and it wasn't as easy to get to them. Charlie Daniels, that's another guy that I missed. Knew his manager, was in yoga class with every week. Hey, Bibi, got to get Charlie. Well, Charlie's on the road. I mean, Charlie's the guy who was going to die with his boots on. We knew that. (laughs) It was tough to get him. But had I known what was happening with him, and I don't know if anybody really knew, I've worked out a little bit harder. So consider that. This isn't just for celebrities and podcast guests, by the way. Maybe it's sitting down with your mother, getting her story. We're talking to your next door neighbor. She lived on your street for 50 years. She's got the real history of where you are now. Regardless of who it is, get the tape now because you will regret it if you don't. There are two reasons that I started my radio show. Maybe you can relate to this. One, I wanted to be an ambassador for my town, Nashville. Music business radio, that's what we call it that because we are the music business here. We are a creative culture and I wanted to bring that to the world. But the other thing that I wanted to do was document all the stories, all the history, and have real conversations with people that you don't get in the celebrity press. Let's take it back to Lisa Marie Presley. The reason they said don't ask about Michael Jackson, probably 
was that everybody was asking about Michael Jackson. That had already been covered. Now, maybe it doesn't matter if it hasn't been covered on your show. I get it. But it wasn't just that. There's so much more to people. And there's such a deeper place that we can go with our interviews. So consider that as you think about what I'm talking about, which is get the interview. Do it. Book them now. What impact looks like. So many people get caught up in the big numbers of social media and podcasting. They forget sometimes that the biggest impact that you can have is something that you do for a single person. I've got a great feel-good story that shows what can happen when you get your message out to the world. Impact does not have to be flashy. If you want to feel good about what you are doing with your podcast, and maybe you're like a lot of people, you look at another podcaster, that guy got a million downloads this month. I got 10,000, whatever. Or I got 1,000, or I got 100. It's easy to get caught up in that trap. But impact does not have to be flashy. I've got a great feel-good story. It is linked for you at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Is personal blogging the next big thing? That's an interesting question. In the beginning, (laughs) I don't know if it was the beginning. Maybe it was the beginning of the internet. There were blogs. The internet was text-based. And blogs, even before they were called blogs, that was the original social web. We built community with blogs. We found our people, not just the people we were reading, but the people that were responding and we were having conversations with on those blogs. We wrote personally. We wrote frequently. We self-policed. Remember when you could just ban somebody and that guy would just go away? You could ban an IP, couldn't figure out how to get around it? Nah, that was good, man. It was a good time. We linked to each other on our blogs, blog roles. Hey, if you like this blog, you're going to like this blog. It was a really good time to be online. You felt like you were doing something. You felt like you were part of something. And I feel like we're watching this happen right now. So if you want to go back there, you think, oh man, that was the good times. Maybe we got that opportunity. It's not just all in your mind that podcasters are moving away from social media, going back to the old school options like blogs, like mailing lists moving their communities to private platforms. I just listened to an episode of 5am Miracle. Do you know this podcast? Jeff Sanders is the host. JeffSanders.com, if you want to check this out. He's talking about moving away from social media. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Do you feel better when you go on social media? Do you feel more empowered? Do you feel more connected? I've got my own private group that I just started. I'm trying to get people together where we can take care of business, not get caught up in puppy videos and QAnon conspiracies and crazy red versus blue debates that we're seeing from our politicians. That's what we miss about blogging. But here's another thing, and I want you to keep this in mind with your podcast, with the feed, with the name of your podcast, with everything else about it. One of the best things about personal blogs and it's a good reason for them to make a comeback is a simple one. And that's that we should be in control of our own platforms. As podcasters, we're already one step ahead of this, at least if you're in control of your own RSS feed. And by control, you need to have it under your own domain name. Let me give you an example of that. If you're hosting with HostX, let's say, sometimes they'll give you a feed that's something like hostx.com slash the name of your podcast. That's fine until you want to leave HostX. There are much better options for you. You should always be using your own domain name. For example, this podcast, 
feed.bigpodcast.com slash BBP. Build a big podcast. I've got my own domain. Doesn't matter where I host. I can move this podcast anywhere and everywhere that I want. And you can do the same thing. It doesn't matter if the host goes out. It doesn't matter if the host bans me or kicks me off or whatever. You are in control of your message when you own your own feed. I've got some links and more information about how to do this. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. I've got this article. Is personal blogging the next big thing? A lot of people think it's coming back. I agree. But the big lesson here, own your stuff. It's easy to do. If you're not using your own domain for everything, it'd take you probably an hour to set it up. I've got everything linked on how to do it. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Steal this podcast idea. I love this. If you're like me, you love finding out how things work. And you're going to love this story. I've got it linked. It's about how a newsletter guy, he grew his audience to almost 60,000 subscribers in 32 months. Less than three years, zero people reading his stuff, 60,000 people reading his stuff. Not bad. If you knew you could do that, you'd probably find the energy, the wherewithal, the money to keep going for 32 months. But here's a second reason that I mention it. What he's doing, it's going to give you some ideas for growing your podcast subscribers. Anything that somebody does with the newsletter, you can use those same techniques to grow your podcast audience. But I want you to pay attention to the subject of his newsletter. That's where the secret sauce is. And let me tell you what this subject is. He looks at successful companies, Uber, DoorDash, whatever, very successful companies. And he finds out what they did to get their first 1,000 customers. Because in a lot of ways, those first 1,000 customers, those true fans are going to stick it out with you thick and thin. That's where the real work is. When I was running my music marketing company, it was more difficult for us to take a band from zero to 10,000 albums sold than 10,000 to 100,000 albums. So if you can get those first 1,000 customers, that next 9,000 to get you to 10,000, that's going to be easy. That 10,000 to 100,000, that's going to be easy or at least easier. And that's the idea I think you can steal for a podcast. This guy's got a newsletter. What if you had a companion podcast for that newsletter, really going deep into these stories, interviewing the people that were there, looking at these techniques, adding humanity in a way that a newsletter can't. That's basically what we've got right here. It's me talking about the newsletter. You as a podcaster, let's say you don't have a newsletter. If you want an instant audience, if you want money coming in, sponsors coming in, find these successful newsletters, partner with them and make a podcast version. That's the big idea. Also linked, by the way, there's a newsletter you're going to want to check out. It's called Growth in Reverse. There's some great ideas you can use there to grow any podcast. All this linked, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. The new Instagram, also known as TikTok. <laughs> That's a joke. It didn't really come off, did it? <laughs> Lots changed about Instagram last year. You know what I'm talking about? get on there and you're like, oh, this isn't the Instagram that I signed on for. This is just TikTok. Used to be photographs. Now it's videos. Now it's reels. I guess there's some differences, but it definitely feels like TikTok, not the photo sharing app that we all signed up for. You might be wondering if you're looking at putting your time into Instagram this year, what are they going to be focusing on this year? Should I put my energy and effort into them? The Instagram chief, that's his name. The boss, CEO. I don't know what the other title he would use would be. He says three big things. He wants to inspire people to be creative. 
Second thing, help people discover things they love. And three, spark connections between people. Now, as far as creativity, I guess that's what they're calling reels. I mean, you can be creative with photographs, but reels, come on. It's a new genre, man. These 30-second videos, pretty clever, but, you know, can you really move beyond it? I don't know. I don't know. But for you as a podcaster, there's certainly some opportunities for you on TikTok, on Instagram. You can take the content you've got, turn it into short videos. There's some opportunities there. Definitely discovery, that's going to help you out. Because if somebody's into blank, whatever you're into, if you could get exposure through discovery channels on TikTok or Instagram, that's not bad. That can be beneficial. Sparking connections between people, that's what we're trying to do, man. And sparking connections between people, that's everything that I'm talking about here. It is all about connections, whether you're recording on Riverside, sharing your show as it happens with fans, with listeners, with viewers, or just having one-on-one connections with your guest. If these tools can help you do that, they are going to be good for your podcast. But let's take it back specifically to what I'm talking about regarding Instagram versus TikTok. Consider this with your podcast. What's going to make your podcast stand out? You are either innovating or you are following. At first, Instagram was an innovator. We thought, oh man, this is cool. I can take pictures of everything that I'm eating and share it with my friends. I've never seen anything like that. Now they are following. And nothing wrong from learning from others or waiting for them to make the first move. But you need to consider the one thing that I mentioned earlier. What's going to make you and your podcast stand out? Why are people going on Instagram if they can get the same thing via TikTok? Maybe it's community and the Instagram chief. That's what he's trying to do here. Spark connections between people. So if you can do that, maybe even though your podcast isn't 100% original, because you've got the community, maybe you're still going to get listeners. But in general, you don't need to be doing the same podcast that some other guy is doing. You need to put your spin on it. You need to bring your people in. It needs to be something different, something listeners just can't turn off or don't want to turn off and then go somewhere else for. More thoughts on this? Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Hey, speaking of TikTok, this is worth mentioning. This is the full headline on this article. TikTok faces U.S. ban after discovery that Chinese officials had used the app to spy on U.S. journalists. Truth or not, this is a general reminder to what I said earlier. You need to own your stuff. Did you go get your domain yet? I got the links at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Cheap domains, man. Get one. Have it for your podcast. Maybe get more. Maybe get your name. I don't know. Get as many as you need, but at least get one that you have control over. I've been around long enough to where MySpace was a thing. And I've been around long enough to where MySpace wasn't the social network that we know, but was a place for you to put big files. MP3.com. That was a really big deal for musicians at one time. Nowadays, not so much. Go there. See what's on there. Not a big deal. I've already said it on this episode. Worth saying again, but I'm going to be quick about it. Do not build your presence online via rented land. Own your stuff. Own your stuff. If you are sending people to TikTok or to Instagram or wherever, MySpace, mp3.com, wherever you're sending them, do it through a link like your domain slash TikTok or your domain slash 
Instagram. That way, should these services go away or you get banned or kicked off or whatever, a bajillion things can happen. Maybe the whole community collapses on itself and everybody stops going there. Doesn't matter. You've got the option, should there not be anybody there or should you not be able to use those services, to flip the switch by changing that link, yourdomain.com slash TikTok, to have it go somewhere else so you don't lose all of that work. More thoughts, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Let's talk about marketing your podcast via phone. You know what? I'm going to play this for you. I was going to sing it for you. I was going to tell you the number. I'm going to play this. You've heard this a million times. Check this out. 800-588-2300-MPOD. Today. You heard that, right? But have you heard the remix? 800-588-2300-MPOD. Or how about this one? Marketing via phone, we don't think much about it these days, not like we used to, but obviously people still do it. You've heard the Empire Jingle. It's very easy to do. I do it with my podcast. Whenever I'm doing a public speaking event, I've got a phone number. I'm going to give it to you now. Call it. If you're in the US and Canada, call it 615-488-4321. Whenever I'm doing a live event, I could tell people to go to bigpodcast.com, but you know, big hands, big fingers tiny keyboards. They got to get online. They're paying attention to me speaking live. It is much easier for people to dial a phone number. So they can call, just like you can call, 615-488-4321. You're going to hear my voice. You'll recognize it because it's the same voice that I'm speaking with right now. That's how you'll know you're in the right place. I'm going to send you a text back. It will allow you to subscribe to this podcast via your phone. Phone marketing works. Jingles work. Having numbers that spell something work. I've got this linked for you at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. What does your phone number spell? Do you know? I'm going to tell you. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. That's the site to go to. If you're interested in setting something up like this for your podcast, let me know. I can get you hooked up on something like this. It's very inexpensive. And if you're speaking live, it works like gangbusters. Everybody knows how to use a phone. They don't have to open up a web browser. They're not fat fingering the thing. Super easy for people to get in touch with you. I'm gonna give you that number one more time. I wanna show you how it works. 615-488-4321. 615-488-4321. I should do a jingle. Take advantage of this opportunity. Find out what your phone number spells. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Hey, something cool for you. It allows you to capture remote interviews 24-7. It's called Rumble Studio. I've used it for the last few months. I love it. This is how it works. It's like a web form. You know a web form. You can use them to email, place an order, that kind of thing. But instead of typing your answer, you can actually talk into it. So you could have a question. What's your favorite holiday? And the person would talk into the mic My favorite holiday is blank, 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 blank. You can do a podcast interview that way. 
It's a very easy way to get a lot of data at once. Let's go back to that live event thing that I was just talking about. If I've got a hundred people in the audience and I want to get a hundred answers, I don't have to go to them individually. I just give them the phone number, give them the website and say, go to this website. I've got the questions there, answer them. I can feature you on my next podcast. It's an interview landing page, basically. And if you want to set this up, I'm going to show you how it's software called Rumble Studio. Right now, $69 for life. There are no monthly fees. 69 bucks is going to get you set up. You can do hundreds of interviews and you've got this thing for life. I love it. And you know what's great about it? I was working with Trikant Joshi out of India. He is 11 and a half hours ahead of me. He's getting interviews from India. I'm getting interviews from the United States. But regardless of where you are in the world or regardless of your time zones, you can be collecting those interviews 24 hours a day. You don't have to wait till the next day. You don't have to worry about time zones. You don't have to stay up in the middle of the night. 1, 2 a.m. your time to capture these interviews. It makes it so easy. Check it out. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. That's got more information. It's got a 60-day money-back guarantee, by the way. So if it doesn't work for you, you're going to get your money back. You're going to love it, though. 60 days. Try it out. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Got three classified ads for you, and then I am out of here. Swell AI. I talked about this last week, and it is hot. I just heard it on Pod News. Dave Jackson from School of Podcasting is talking about it, but you heard it here first. Swell AI will automate your podcast episode summaries. It'll timestamp episode highlights for you. It makes long-form articles based on the content of your episodes. All you need to do is upload your audio podcast to Swell AI. It takes care of the rest. It does everything for you. It really is one click and forget it. Episode notes, podcast summaries, episode titles. It is a very cool tool. It is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Pictory. This allows you to create short, highly brandable, highly shareable videos with your long form content. If you want to really take advantage of YouTube, this is the way to do it. Like Swell AI, you upload your audio to Pictory. It makes a video for you. And not one of those audiogram videos. And believe me, I love audiogram videos. I use them all the time. You know what I'm talking about with the waveform? of You see it moving as you're talking. I'm talking about real promotional videos. This thing is cool, man. I've got a link. You can check it out for free. It's newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Let's talk sound effects. You know this one? You've been hearing it a lot. Audio is a great place to get sound effects and also royalty-free music. Thousands of high-quality songs to use for your podcast. New music being added daily. These guys are based in Nashville, where I am. They are a real publishing company with real musicians. If you want the next level of music to use for your podcast, you're going to love audio. I've got an opportunity for you to check it out. It's at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Thank you for hanging out with me. I'm here every week with the audio version of Big Podcast Insider. And every week, Friday mornings, New York time, that is when the newsletter and the web version is published. And where is it? Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you want the additional commentary like you got on this very podcast episode, you can get that and other podcast episodes that I do on Build a Big Podcast, the best way to subscribe to that, or follow whichever one. It's the same thing as far as I'm concerned. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. That'll take care of either one of those. I've got a link for iPhone. I've got a link for Android. I've got an RSS feed link. I've got a QR code that you can scan with your phone that will immediately get you hooked up so you can take me with you wherever you want to go, the car, the gym, wherever you listen to your podcast. I'll be right there with you, helping you to build a bigger podcast. And also, if you're in the United States and Canada, let me give you that phone number one more time. Try this out, man. 
because I would love to hook you up with something like this. 615-488-4321. 615-488-4321. Call anytime, day or night. I'm not going to answer it, but you will hear my voice answer it. And that's how you'll know that it is me. Then I'm going to send you a text and I'm going to get you hooked up, not only on this podcast, but also how about a free audiobook, the audio version of the big podcast book that I did. It's long, man, 10 hours long, podcasting advice, how to build a big audience, make a podcast people care about and make money with your podcast. All of it from this phone number, 615-488-4321. Thank you for listening to Build a Big Podcast. I will see you on the next episode.